the takeover of Newcastle United by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund upset the rest of the teams in Premier League. All 19 of them demanded an emergency meeting and asked for an explanation, raising the brand of the league at risk. Is that the only thing they're worried about, or they're more concerned about having another super team with unlimited funding to compete with? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Yeah, three hundred million pound deal. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's it's been on the cards for a while.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember about two years ago, Vince McMahon and the、mm-hmm. WWE were supposed to be buying the team. Yeah, so it's been on sale, I believe, for. I, Mike Ashley, I'm sure Mike Ashley said it's been like a decade, and、mm-hmm. no one's paid attention until now. Yeah. Um, so this isn't a surprise. I mean, it's a surprise has been bought by, you know, a Saudi Arabian True. firm. It almost happened in March. Yeah, but it was cancelled. Yeah, so that's a that's the shock. But this team has been on the verge of being sold for a while,、mm-hmm. and it, it's about time because, like Newcastle is, like a sad story. It's one of those things where、mm. you know it's fair enough for them to rally around now and complain、yeah. about the, about the purchase. But Mike actually has ruined that team. Like I remember when I was first watching football, like Newcastle were like an important team.、Mm. Like Alan Shearer was there. Precisely,、yeah. they had legendary players. Alan Shearer,、mm-hmm. I believe that was where he set the record for most Premier League、yeah. goals.、Um, they were had the fantastic support. It was well known as the Northeast being like that was like their center of football.、Mm-hmm. And then Mike Ashley buys that team, and they are just not even just awful, just lifeless. Yeah. Like no real investment, no real interest. No.、Nope. That team was bought basically as a business venture,、yeah. ran like one. There was no. It was awful. Like a few years ago, when the fans kind of just stopped going to games,、mm-hmm. like you knew it was over. Like that was when someone needed to step in. Yeah. Another classic example of new owner ruining a. Traditional strong franchise. Exactly,、yeah. exactly. So, it's one of those things where yes, this isn't the best move, but getting out of Mike Ashley's hands can only be an improvement.、Mm-hmm. The other nineteen clubs actually said this will ruin the value of the brand of Premier League, and they were angry not because they couldn't stop it, because they couldn't. It happened already.、Yeah. They were like, "Why did this happen so quickly, and、yeah. why weren't us told?" Which is one of those things which doesn't really make sense when you consider who owns other teams.、Mm-hmm. You consider Roman Abramovich's Chelsea,、yeah. and then you ask, well, where did he get that money from? And no one wants to tell you. No. You have Sheikh Mansour owning Manchester City. I don't know how Qatari ownership of Manchester City is any different. Was it? No, he's from the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abu, yeah. So Abu Dhabi ownership is how that's any different to Saudi ownership at Newcastle. Um, but yeah, complaining now feels like they're complaining. At least, why didn't buy us? Yeah, that, like that seems to be the complaint almost. <laughs> like, why this team that no one really cared about? Why weren't you buying something that's more valuable?、Mm-hmm. Why weren't they buying, say, like I, I, I wonder what would have happened if they would have stepped in and bought Arsenal? Yeah, or a team like Leicester,、mm. where it's already a team that's. Fairly famous, fairly competitive.、And、won something. Yeah, you won something in the past, and considered this to be like, okay, this is to get them to the next step.、Mm-hmm. I don't think there would have been as much of an outcry as buying a team as just dreadful as That's true. Newcastle. Like、um, you mentioned history at the beginning, <clears throat> like what what is Newcastle's position in Premier League history? Like, is it's not one of the big six, of course,、yeah. but 
I knew that team actually earlier than I know Man City and some other clubs. So it definitely has a role to play. Precisely. I mean, that that's I guess that's part of the issue with how this is talked about because a lot of people kind of think about the Premier League era as being like the only real era of football,、uh, but it goes back to the first division, which was when Liverpool won a lot of titles. Precisely. And during that era, Newcastle were a big deal.、Oh. When we moved into the Premier League era, they were a big deal. But then, as money came in、mm-hmm. to other teams, money left that one. They just dwindled away.、Yeah. So they're very much a historical team. And I don't. I, it's definitely not the same type of history as say Nottingham Forest,、mm-hmm. who were very big, won European、yeah. cups, and then just kind of disappeared. What happened with this team is they didn't disappear. They just became. Awful, yeah, and that's in many ways worse.、Yeah. Like it don't matter it, anymore. Yeah, if you can be like the flash in the pan,、mm-hmm. your memory lasts better than Newcastle. You have to see them be awful, season after season, game after game.、Mm-hmm. So they have a reputation of being worse than actual worst teams,、yeah. simply because people remember them being good than see them weekly being completely awful.、Mm-hmm. So this is more like. The new riser, well, not the, the new rising teams. They got the money, and now they're pointing fingers at the old glory ones. Say, hey, how dare you get money to surpass us? Yeah, it's like me. You you did the same thing, just not from Saudi Arabia. Precisely. That it's that's what makes it so hypocritical because、yeah. the I don't see any difference in this to what happened with the Manchester City takeover. I really don't understand it. In fact, in many ways, it seems better simply because I did a quick. Google、mm-hmm. looked up what happened when Man City, Man City were bought, and it was basically when Sheikh Mansour and his team、mm-hmm. basically turned up. They were they were quite flash. They they were almost like celebrities,、mm. whereas this seems more like an actual business purchase,、mm. which is what City definitely turned into、yeah. very very quickly. But the city takeover at first just seemed like a lavish expenditure. Yeah, that's true. Whereas this doesn't. This seems like an actual interested. Like they're more serious about it. Precisely, and I think that scares a lot of people because the rest of the Premier League will be looking at this and wondering why they bought it. Why now? But they will also be realizing that they will have bought this to make money, to be successful, to show what the Saudi Arabian investment can do.、Mm-hmm. Which is to say, every single team is looking at this and then realizing, okay. In the 2026 season, five years from now, it's going to be them at the top of the league, and it's going to be Newcastle City versus Manchester City, and the rest of us have to just sit back and watch. Because could be, you know, that's the sad truth behind this, which is while we can complain about this, where we can say that we don't like the idea of these companies, just these countries, these companies, whatever, stepping in. Without this money, there's no competition. There's no. I mean, not at it's all. it's a real shame to consider it. But if you look at the Premier League era, like we said, it wasn't until Chelsea got paid that there was a real alternative、mm-hmm. to Manchester United because the example really, and this really stands out with hindsight, is、uh, Arsenal under Arsene Wenger. Yeah. And、um, when they got Thierry Henry, when they were the Invincibles, when they got into the Champions League final, they were competitive. But they didn't have the money to keep buying the big、no. players. They didn't have the money to stay up there at the top, particularly when Chelsea then stepped in. Yeah. So it was only money that really made the big six the big six. That's true. Even Liverpool, when they were owned by Gillette and I forget his business partner,、mm-hmm. when they left and were bought up by Fenway, that was when they became a bigger deal. Yeah. And you know, 
it's not a good thing to be owned by a Saudi public investment trust or whatever. Mm-hmm. But is it really a good thing to be owned by a sports conglomerate? Like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't really, like, it's still, you know, obviously they are not related to the U.S. government and yeah. are more of an independent body, but even so. And they won't propose for a Super League. Right. So it's one of those things where we don't, it's one of those things where I guess at this point, as bad as money and football is, as bad as it's distorted the game, mm-hmm. it has just become the game now. That's true. And we can say we don't like it, but there's no real alternative. Mm, and also, no. to go back to what I was saying last week, um, I can sit here and tell you that I don't like it, but then when I tell you how exciting the Champions League is, mm-hmm. if this brings another exciting there are team always different sides of one matter. Yeah. Then, you know, if this actually makes for exciting football, then... It's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think Newcastle fans and both the team and management, they're all excited to see this. Yeah. With, say, unlimited funding, and definitely they will start purchasing. Maybe not at the tier zero level, but definitely there will be some big deals made. If, say, now you are running the Newcastle, like what is your first shopping list? To be honest, I think what it has to be is a complete overhaul. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be new everything. And I would start with, like, backroom staff. Mm. I'd start with new trainers, new everything. Definitely a new manager. Like, mm. Steve Bruce, unfortunately, he's going to have to go. Um, And from there, then we can start building with, with new players. Just completely revamp the team. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much just rot in it. Yeah. That... You know, I can't even think because it's been so long since they've been like a relevant competitive club that True. there's no one who I think like, well, they have a legacy, keep them around. There's none of that. It should just be a total start over. Right. It can be blank check. Everyone gone. Brand new team, brand new squad, brand new club. We're now a new, new, basically a new thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, Man City began to rise, it took them like two to three years to really figure out yeah. who they need and to build a reputation that this is a place for football, not just mercenaries. Yeah. How, I mean, it, will it take shorter time for Newcastle to do that? Well, that's why I was saying like five years, because I think what you will need is at least two or three to just establish an idea of what you want the team to look like. What, mm-hmm. what style of play? What do you want to be known for? Um, because that because that was always the thing with Manchester City is they were for a while obsessed with being like an Italian style. Yeah, close where they had Roberto Mancini and for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically they've gone from that to getting Pep because Pep is considered the best manager in the world. So then they get the prestige of that along with him. So I can see, you know, I would not be surprised if with this money what they do is they get. Like, not Julian Nagelsmann, but no. a young German coach, because we've already seen Klopp, we've already seen mm-hmm. Tuchel, we're seeing Nagelsmann right now yeah. in the in the Bundesliga. I can see them being like, okay, well, we need... Basically, what they are going to see is, to start off, what are the prevailing trends in football? Mm-hmm. So if they start off with the German management system, then they can develop. So I can see them going in that direction first, simply because by scrapping what they have now... To get a new identity, it needs to be a positive identity. And to show that you're really trying, you have to buy into the wider, like, meta structure of the game. And that right now is German style football. Mm, like uh, pressing and moving your whole form forward, try to 
can be turn, uh, forced turnovers on other things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If Hansi Flick is not really coaching Germany now, I think he should be a perfect yeah, option. Yeah, that's that's actually now you mentioned that would probably have been the perfect pick because mm-hmm. not only because it would be part of the prevailing trend, but you saw how quickly he got that team from stumbling under Niko Kovac to playing his way of football, yeah. which was incredibly, incredibly successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he would have been the perfect pick. I don't know really who they would go for now. Um, I don't know. Basically. I would imagine if we Perlo? Who? Perlo. I see the thing with Perlo is he didn't do that well. No, but at, just one season. Yeah. And this Juventus, you know how things are yeah. how messy things are there. Although I could definitely see them bringing him in as like director of football mm-hmm. or some kind of if not a manager, a face of the club yeah. to show that okay, we have someone who is a legend, very serious about the game, very respected, and he's coming to us. It would kind of jumpstart their respectability, which is exactly what the um, this investment fund mm-hmm. wants more than anything else. Yeah. Um, Antonio Conte doesn't have a job right now, right? But right. is he really the good, the best option to run a new team? Yeah. Like, okay, boys, this is your manager. <gasps> yeah, right. <laughs> Like, the ideal figure would be, I think, a Klopp-style figure of someone who they can get who is, like, this person, they will energize the team. The player's coach. Yeah, the players will play for him, the fans will support him. Something just to give, like, a a figure to rally around Mm -hmm. that takes away the belief that, okay, this has been bought out to be a business. If you can give it a human face that wins games, that plays attractive football, that's exactly what they need right now. Yeah. I don't, I mean, despite all the funding they may get in the future, I really don't think Newcastle now can, they, surely they can afford Mbappe or yeah. Holland, but I don't think they will go. No, I think that would be, that would be their purchase in a few years' time. That would be like the equivalent of like, for example, it's very apples and oranges, but for example, Go back to when City were first bought. They never would have made the Grealish move. No. But now they are big and respected. Then they can make the Grealish move. Hmm. So I think they would have to go a few years and win a few trophies. That way, it won't just be the money. It would be the money and you can win something here. And it would be that which gets the Mbappes, the Haaland's, mm-hmm. players like that. I think now they can start trying to maybe not compete with the real heavyweights like Real Madrid or Barcelona, but there are players from these two clubs like yeah. um, Dumbelli, yeah. who is, I heard that came close reaching a deal with Liverpool, but again, that guy gets paid a lot. Yeah, he, he is so far, he has not been worth of those money. Or like Donnarumma, who is, well, not in his best shape uh, form now in PSG, especially considering what his teammates did. Yeah, I think actually now you mentioned the one purchase they probably should make is Ansu Fati. Mm. Because he is a bit too young for the Barcelona team. Yeah. And he needs to basically get game time. And if they could build a team around this young, exciting player who is, you know, they've already fated him to be a star. Mm. He'd be exactly what they would need. Um, But also we should... Perhaps a little caution is, you know, now I'm thinking about it, there have been so many players linked uh, for Everton, like uh, Gerard Mm. Gerard Deolofeo a few years ago. He was from Barcelona and he came across. And then that makes me remember that, like, you know, he came across for what I just said to get more game time, Mm -hmm. play in an attacking league, stuff like that. Everton is owned by a billionaire, Farhad Moshri, but he doesn't spend the money that they have. So it comes down to, we're saying that this is going to matter because we've already seen Qatar, PSG, 
uh, UAE at I mean Abu Dhabi at Manchester City. We are expecting the exact same thing. We don't know yet. No. We're assuming it will be the same, and we're assuming they're going to do it well. But they can just end up blowing all this money, and no. we have no real guarantee. I we are expecting big things, and there's a lot of expectation on them now from fans and the other teams in the league. But there's no guarantee this will pay off. Yeah, and things will really take time to happen. What I do worry about is that. It was a bit better now for PSG and Man City, but I can say only two or three years ago, these two were starting winning things, you know, yeah. domestically and making surprises, European at European level. But they were not like because PSG is French, mm-hmm. Man City is English. Yep. How many actually、uh, domestic players did they have back then? Right. Because、yeah. the, the founding, they were just like, we want the best players. Yeah. Best players are not usually domestic. Yeah.、Um, can, will Newcastle fall into that trap? I I think so.、Yeah. I think so. Because to be fair, if you look at all the top teams in the Premier League, they're all like that.、Mm. They'll have a few homegrown players, but they will be mostly. From the rest of Europe, because these are basically building all-star teams.、Mm-hmm. And the thing which now I wonder, now you mention it, is let's say you do have this wealth in Newcastle. It's one thing to have two competing forces in two separate leagues, two separate、mm-hmm. countries. But when it's in the one league, let's say、uh, Harland is looking to move, and he's looking to move to the to England.、Mm. You will have. Newcastle bidding, and then probably Manchester City. Then the only team that will be able to outbid them will be Newcastle again, yeah, and it'll go back and forth between the two, which means we may end up in a position where, yes, big six will still include United, will still include Chelsea, but they don't have the access to that liquid money、no. that the others do, which means that they could end up just raising the inflation in the league so so far. That instead, it be, instead of being like a big six, which then maybe expands to a big seven with with Newcastle, and then dwindles to a big two,、mm-hmm. and everyone else is Europa League. Yeah, and、know? we already talk about how prices became so crazy, like when Grealish got one hundred、yeah. million price, and things can go worse so fast since、yeah. these two are in the same league, like you mentioned, and they're competing for the same player. Yeah, like to go back to Haaland, for example, Grealish is a good player. He's not worth the hundred、mm-hmm. million, but that is now the benchmark. So the,、uh, Harlan's agent is going to say, "Well, you paid a hundred million、yeah. for him. You've got a once in a generational talent. Why not a hundred and fifty?" Which then limits the purchasing to basically those those two clubs. And there's nothing to say that they could offer a hundred and fifty and Newcastle. Oh, we're going to do do two hundred million because、yeah. they have the money. They can. They do.、It. Yeah. So this scenario, which has been a threat since. Since Chelsea, yeah, since Chelsea, basically, since the days of Didier Drogba、mm. getting purchased, like, yeah, it is now a reality. Yeah, I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very、Speak、soon you next, next week.、Time. Yeah.